Welcome to the weekend wrap up. This is Zoe, the intern here at KLRC. Maybe you're like me and you don't catch everything on the air, but that doesn't mean you have to miss out. I'm sharing highlights from Mark and Christie's morning show, Middays with Isaac and Robert, and The Drive Home with Anson and Kara. Let's see what they've been up to this week. Mark and Christy kick off the week by looking back on Easter Sunday. We hope you had an amazing Easter weekend. The weather was incredible. It was. Like for all those outdoor services, Mm -hmm. those early sunrise services, just a beautiful day yesterday. um, So what was it like for you guys? Oh, we had an awesome weekend. We were outside a lot. Um, And then we went to church on Sunday. And I will say this, I, I have not heard many pastors preach on this and i know they do but i it struck me it was such a a powerful sermon at my church um the pastor was talking about the second day okay so you okay. got good friday mm-hmm. saturday mm-hmm. is the second day it is it's kind of like the middle child a little bit right, right. a lot of focus on good yeah. friday rightly so we and talk about him, sunday yeah we talk about him dying on the cross and we talk about him you know um raising being rose from the dead Okay, but we don't really focus on that Saturday, the in-between time. And that's what he was talking about. And I loved it because he was talking about just being in the valley and how, you know, the disciples, everyone sees Jesus die on the cross. And so the next day they're like, he's dead. I mean, he's supposed to be the king, the Messiah. Mm-hmm. And he said he'd be back. He's not. He, he's dead. And, and it just reminds you of so often we put our faith in what we can see and not in what we cannot see and that we don't realize God is always working. And in those dark, dark days, the dark valleys, which is where they were on that second day, just depressed, you know, what just happened? He's, we've been following this guy around and we've been seeing him do miracles and, and now he's dead and he's really dead. And that is so often what happens to us in our lives. We are in this dark valley. We can't see the future. We don't understand. But even in that, God is working. And that's sort of just our faith really has to step up. And and even when Mary Magdalene, she comes and she tells them what's going on. You know, Jesus is not mm-hmm. in the tomb. And they don't believe her. Yeah. They, they don't believe her. It's like, okay, I'll, until I see yeah. literally hands that are yeah. pierced. And, and how often is it we are in that? dark valley and someone says, mm-hmm. Hey, you just got to have hope. You just got And you just go, whatever. Yeah. God's not going to show up. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And it was just that reminder of he's always working. He is going to show up. Don't quit. You hang in there. And I just really appreciated it because it, it's so just connected to what all of us deal with on a daily basis where we have doubts, you know, and even that he talked about, you know, Peter doubted Jesus three times. And even after he denied Jesus three times, Jesus said, he didn't come back and say, Hey, you know what? Um, forget you, bro. Mm-hmm. I, I don't want anything to do with yep. you anymore. You've Third denied strike. me three yep. times. This is one too many. I'm out. In fact, he said, Hey, I know you've denied me three times, but I want to use you to build my church. Which is incredible. Yeah. And that's, that's what the whole weekend was about. Right. Um, Jesus showing up. He, he's always working, basically, and his grace is so big. Yeah. And that's and, what it's about. And there is, and sometimes it's just, like, they have that just a little glimpse of hope to say, you know what, God, I can't see it right mm-hmm. now, but I believe that's right. that it's coming. And I trust you. 
It is so true. We easily overlook that Saturday in between, and yet that Saturday is still very important for our faith and our journey in life. To know that we are going to go through those valleys, to know we live by faith, such good stuff to carry with us from our holy weekend. Speaking of holy, there's another kind of holy, like something full of holes. I wonder if that's why Mark can't seem to get rid of his couch. Is it full of holes? Do, uh, do you remember my rant? It was kind of whiny, uh, honestly, but yeah. about being offended that nobody's taking my loveseat couch that's out on the curb. <laughs> That nobody wants your furniture. Yes, yeah, yes I do remember that. The city does their little annual or twice mm-hmm. a year where they come and pick stuff up. But our stuff's always gone before the city ever gets there. Mm-hmm. But this year, nobody, people drive by and they just like look at it in disdain. <laughs> and then drive. Yes. And just keep going. Yeah. Okay. So I go on a walk with my wife the other day mm-hmm. and we're just walking. We hadn't even had this conversation. She was like, I'm a little offended that nobody's taking her couch. She said that. I was like, I know. I was just talking about this with Christy oh. this morning. Well, we got a little voicemail that's giving me a little perspective on the whole thing. My wife and I were just driving, and we're listening to your story about the love seat that you put out and nobody has picked up. And we were just really laughing hard at that. And she reminded me what the guy I used to work for every time we would have products that we would finish a project and want to get rid of, we'd bring it out there to his house, put a for, uh, for free sign. And most times people would take it. He sat out a treadmill one time. Nobody took it. Nobody took it for like a week. Nobody took it. I went out there as a joke and put a five for sale, $5 sign on it. It was gone in an hour. Oh my period. goodness. Period. Made it sound like I was texting. Anyway, you might try that. Just put a sign out there that says $5 and see who takes it. I think it's a great day. Thank you. That's that's interesting. Isn't that fascinating? Yeah. Like the psychological. (laughs) If there's any kind of like, just even if it's five bucks, maybe money involved. Oh, no. Three must not be very good. But if it's $5. Right. That must that must be a deal. So are you gonna do that? I'm gonna try it. Yes. Okay. I'm totally gonna this try is it. great. Hopefully Mark's couch will find a new home, but in the meantime, maybe you can join in on this debate. Is voice texting going to replace texting? Is it better or worse than normal texting? Mark and Christy go back and forth on it. I got a question for you. Okay. I'm curious what you think about voice texting. And here's why. I heard Robert actually talking about this. Yesterday, he was mm-hmm. talking about there's all this research out on the popularity of voice messages now, where mm-hmm. people record instead of typing something out. So I kind of looked it up. Like 62% of Americans say they've now used voice texting, and about a third of us say we use it weekly, if not daily, or more often. So a it's third. A third of them. Like, so it's increasing. Okay. And especially the younger you get mm-hmm. the more likely you are to use it and use it a lot <laughs> which like. which that doesn't totally shock me because i feel like the more the younger generation is running away from interaction right, right? <laughs> from human interaction where we should you, have brought you, the millennials in to get their perspective too on it to yeah. See, yeah where you order everything online it, you, it is i mean we've know. automated like a ton of stuff 
Yeah. And I know, I mean, you've sent me a voice. I know you've used it. You've sent uh-huh. me voice messages before, but you don't do it a lot. Yeah. I, I feel like if, if I have a whole lot to say and I want you to understand, you know, my heart behind something, I might voice text it, but it is kind of rare. I have a friend of mine that truly shifted over to only voice texting. And I remember even talking to another friend about it going, Hey, this is a long, this is probably a month ago or two months ago. Hey, do you always get voice texts from this particular friend? She's like, yeah, I do. I was like, okay, I guess she's shifted over. Literally. So, so she's just voice that is the only way to and, everybody. Yes. And I've told her, Hey, if you voice text me, I'm probably not going to get to the voice text for a long time because during the day yes. I'm, I'm busy doing stuff and I don't know what you need or what you're saying. And I literally, I'm in meetings or I'm in a conversation yeah. like something and I don't have the moment to stop and listen to the two minute or three minute yep. voice text. So I don't know what you want. And and so then I'll listen to it literally she could have said it in, in like two sentences, <laughs> two sentences on a text. But instead, okay. Yeah, so that kind of wears me out. Yeah. And, and and I'm I'm not going to say her name, but she does know how I feel about this. <laughs> so you've had conversations yes. about your yes. first texting. And so in my mind, I think there's a happy balance. Okay. I, I think if it's something that requires, like, you know, someone yeah. to understand what you're thinking or feeling about something, and if you have a lot to say or something... Um, but if if it can be written down in two lines and get the whole gist of it, yeah. I think you just need to text it so they can read it. That's my thing. Yeah. Is uh, same deal. If you voice text me, mm-hmm. it may be the end of the day before I can actually listen exactly. to it. Because if I'm busy with meetings or other, yeah. like one, I could certainly not, you can glance at a text in a meeting totally. in a, or between meetings. Uh but I'm not going to play something, certainly with other people around, because I'm like, I don't know what somebody's yeah, calling me it, about or yeah, what it might be. Yeah, and you be. can send a quick, you know, just a quick text back, just mm-hmm. like yes or no. Yeah. Like sometimes she might text me and she just needs a yes or no. And I'm like, I, I could have sent you a yes or no like way earlier, but yeah. No, but it's becoming the thing. This article that I was reading about it, there was a, she was a 21-year-old college mm-hmm. student. And she said that she uses it every day because it's more personal. It felt like it was more personal than that. Okay. Okay. I guess I kind of get that to a degree. Yeah. But you can be personal in a written form. I mean, like you can write a letter and be personal. Yeah. I did. I had a conversation not that long ago. It was another college student and they were talking about, they were in a kind of little romantic relationship and getting to know the other person. And they were almost exclusively voice texting. Mm. And they were talking about how you can... Because you can hear tone, you mm. can, and I was, you know what? I actually that I could kind of get behind mm-hmm. in those situations because yeah. that's my, even like with my own kids as I've gotten a little older. I'm like, you hear about people just they, they're having these little relationships and it's just texting, and right? Like, you you miss a ton there. You know, there's context and tone and feel and yeah. all that. That if that's all you're doing, yeah, that seems. Like you're going to miss something out. So I'm like, okay. Yeah. Well, voice texting a little bit feels to me like conversation without commitment. It's kind of like, <laughs> right. I'll talk to you when I want to talk to you. We're not going to have like a real combo on the phone. Which if, made- if you are continuing a conversation like that, right. I don't know. Yeah, no, it's true. It allows you to just kind of like, 
I'm just dropping this here. Right. And yeah. And then I'll get to your response whenever I want or whenever I can. So I think there's advantages of that too. Yes. And then, and then disadvantages. But it's taken off. I don't know. I think it's interesting. The, um, the WhatsApp, Uh the little app where you can do that. Yeah. There are over 7 billion voice messages sent a day. A day. Crazy. Okay. As a Gen Z person myself, I can only say that I do not like the idea of going back and forth with someone with voice text. That just sounds so tedious. Like, just have a normal phone call or video call at that point. However, I also hate texting. There's pros and cons to anything, but I think we can all agree we need more person-to-person interactions. Plus, we could all probably do with some more vitamin D. What about gardening? Isaac found an interesting perk to gardening. So if you're looking to get in shape this year, if 2023 is going to be the year you get a six pack, an eight pack, a however many packs of abs you want to get, working in your garden might be the move. According to the U.S. Physical Activity Guidelines for Americans, gardening is one of the best muscle strengthening activities with one of the lowest injury rates. Plus, puttering around in your garden for just two hours a week can help boost your mood, according to scientists. So, in this spring planting season, let's all get absolutely jacked. Let's look like Arnold in our gardens. (laughs) I love it. I am actually super excited because I'm planning on having a garden, but I'm also a new gardener and I'm starting to panic because I am running out of time to get things started for the season. So my stress-free activity is starting to stress me out, but I know once I get things started, it'll become relaxing, right? I'll enjoy the produce eventually and who knows, maybe I'll end up with a six pack. I wouldn't mind that. Here's some more from Isaac. There's this new survey making its rounds on the internet saying that the average American feels insecure five times a day. It looked at people and their confidence levels and found that for many, confidence can be pretty tough to come by. Results found that people have their nerves shaken when confronted with difficult situations like speaking in front of a large group or not feeling adequately prepared for something. Here's my response to that. And I'm one of those people that feels insecure probably more than five times a day, right? My response to that is from Psalm 121, quickly becoming one of my favorite chapters uh, in the Bible this year. This is going to be something that I spend a lot of time in, I can tell. It says, I lift my eyes to the hills. Where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. He will not let your foot be moved. He who watches over you will not fall asleep. There's more to it, but I love that verse there. He will not let your foot be moved. He who watches over you will not fall asleep. I love that. And I'll be the first to admit that if my confidence only came from me, um, I'd be in short supply all the time. But I have to remind myself all the time that our confidence comes from God. Where does our help come from? The maker of heaven and earth. I've met a few people who've told me I'm confident. And it's funny to me because I used to not be so confident. I used to be terrified and so anxious all the time, especially with people. It was pretty bad. And eventually I learned how to overcome my fears and embrace who I am. I realized it isn't arrogance to be confident. It's knowing who you are in Christ, knowing that God loves you and he wants you to love you too. It's okay to accept yourself and walk in the truth of being a child of God. 
You have the creator of the world on your side. There's nothing wrong with living fearlessly. And that's what I tell people who I see struggling with themselves and not being confident. And it just makes me smile when I see them start to embrace who they are, become that person that God designed them to be. It's really beautiful. So all that to say, yes, let's be confident. You have permission, trust me. Just be the wonderful you that you are. And I'm glad Isaac shared that verse to help remind us of how confident we can be with God on our side. Up next is Anson and Kara. Gender reveals have become very, very popular. Yeah, they have. When you're having a new kid. And sometimes these go way over the top. Yes. Like people have literally set forests on fire. Oh so crazy. <laughs> trying to do gender reveals. Uh, one of these that I saw today, though, a, a mom did this for her other kids. Yeah. And that's kind of fun. She basically just put together the classic like cupcakes, either with blue or pink filling. Yes. And then gave them to her kids yeah. to have them bite into and see what their reaction was going to be about their new sibling. Yeah. Uh, but it's... It, still didn't quite go as planned Uh oh so you gotta take a listen to this okay this is uh her three kids with their cupcakes getting ready to find out whether they're having a baby brother or a baby sister okay is everyone ready yeah okay yeah take a bite keep biting into it takes them a minute yeah. <laughs> this is hard <laughs> oh okay keep biting Blue. into it <gasps> what color do you see Blue. Blue. what does that mean Blue. oh oh <laughs> I wanted it to be a girl, is what she said. I want a pink. She has two brothers already, by the way. Meeting another brother. They're like baby true. Look how cute they are. There it is. Wow, so much pain. She's devastated. Too many brothers. I've also seen this clip on social media, and it's so sad and funny at the same time. This poor girl. But I do think this is not a bad way to do a gender reveal. No burning forests, no explosions, just cupcakes. That sounds pretty good to me. What about roasting someone? Does that sound like fun to you? Here's Kara's attempt to roast Anson. We like to celebrate here on the show. And if you're really good at looking for it, you can find a holiday for just about every day. That's true. Today is National Roast Day. Oh. And I have a bit of a problem. Yeah? Normally I participate in these 100% uh -huh. fully. Yeah. But National Roast Day is literally about like being mean to other people. Roasting people. <laughs> Roasting people. Okay, yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> I'm not... Sure, I can bring this makes myself. you a little uncomfortable. Makes me a little uncomfortable. Like. I'm not sure I can bring myself to do this, but I mean, <laughs> I guess I could try. Yeah, I mean, like, I've, yeah, try it out on okay. me. I won't. I won't. All take right, offense. you won't be offended. Okay, yeah. um, Anson, say something really good and mean. You are very tall. <laughs> okay, um, that is that's true. That's a factual. Yeah, <laughs> not sure if it counts as mean. Um, let's see. Uh. You, you know what else to say? <laughs> I can't even think of another one. You can't Just even think of a fact? I can't even think of another fact about you. It's really, this is really difficult this is, for you, isn't it? This is going it? really well. <laughs> that went as I expected, but you know, I think it's not a bad thing that coworkers can't roast each other. Thank you so much for listening to this week's wrap up. Join me next week as we catch up on things you might have missed during the week. Until then, have a great weekend.